Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is the final Fantasy Football Junkies podcast for, what is it, uh, season 2021-2022. I've got Spanky here with me on the uh, on the phone, and we're going to break down any playoff challenges that you might be getting into to wrap up the year. Because just because the regular season's over doesn't mean there isn't more fantasy football to be played. There's tons of different ways for you to wet your whistle. I know you like that, Spank. Regarding fantasy playoff leagues, whether if you're playing uh, in a friend league or a family league or among coworkers, or if you're joining one of the bigger competitions online, this is the first time, Spanky, that I'm actually getting into a uh, an online one through the, uh, the the fantasy football playoff challenge that's online. I'm going to put a link up in our uh, description of this podcast if anyone else would like to join in. And that's what I'm really going to base. It's kind of cool that this big online playoff challenge and the one that I'm doing that I've done for several years with my friend with our friend group, it's it's the same thing, the same type of players or the same type of starting lineups and point systems except for uh, in the online one, you're only going to get four points per uh, touchdown by a quarterback. In our friend league, you get six points, and that's a big deal. So that, that and that's one of the most I think important pieces of advice when joining any of these playoff leagues. You better read the league rules carefully. We talk about that a little bit during the regular season, Spanky, but during the playoffs, I think you really have to read these rules because things can change a lot. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I agree, but unfortunately, though, I, you cut you you lost me at friendly fantasy football. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. There's no such thing as friendly fantasy football. So that's a B. Congratulations on your championship. You pulled it out. Um, the asterisk season, but whatever. You oh, still won. God. You still submitted the lineup. <laughs> uh, it was a dominant team, dominant performance. You made the phone calls to your players to pull you through. A lot of people uh, are celebrating. And really, it's a new season. Like you said, it's the point struck because this is a new fantasy, not friendly fantasy. It's a new fantasy season that starts now. Whenever you're going into the playoffs, and it's it's different. You gotta you gotta take a different approach to this. And the key to what you said is is point structure, right? You have to check in at the, well. That that's a, a given that really everybody has to do that. But the strrategy is a little bit different when you're dealing with playoffs and you'll dive deeper into that on what oh yeah with that but oh yeah it's definitely a new ball game right and and the one that I'm getting into this online challenge is one that our buddy Kalna our, our, our late friend Kalna who uh, you know uh, passed away during this season it's one that he's done forever and he's always tried to get me into it I'm just like no 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 there's just no way you're gonna win it but then he actually won some money he won uh, $1,500, uh, I think, from this last year. So uh, the one I'm going to be talking about here, it, it, and it looks like one of the best ones, is this Fantasy Football Playoff Challenge that's available online. Again, the link's going to be in the bio. It's it's put on uh, in conjunction with the Fantasy Football Guys. Um, now, there's two different ways to do it. You can do the $200 buy-in that offers a $500, or I'm sorry, a 500000 grand prize straight to the winner, or... The one that I'm doing, the one that Kalna talked about, was uh, the one that's just 35 bucks to get in. But but you can win a hundred thousand dollar grand prize. That's limited to fifteen thousand teams, and that one's filling up fast. Okay, so each contest has expanded its entries um, allowed this season. It was what it looks like. And with this fancy football challenge, there's no salary cap or draft associated with these with these leagues, and that's what I like. There are some fancy football playoff leagues. That they give you a certain amount of money. They give you a hundred bucks, and you got to spend that money wisely on 
your players. But I don't, I don't like that. I want, I want to pick my players, especially the, the players I think are going to go far in the postseason. So um, most playoff challenges are going to have you pick a quarterback, two running backs, uh, two wide receivers, or two flex, or four flex. And that's what I like about this one, Spanky. This fantasy football challenge, listen to this. One quarterback, two running back. You have to pick a tight end, but they give you four flex spots that can be running backs, wide receivers, or tight ends. That I like that, don't you? It's a super flex. It gives you more options, and obviously options makes you put together a better lineup when, you know, unlike the tight end position. But, yeah, it's a lot of, what was it, 10 positions total? No, 12 total. So 12 total. Wow. Yeah, see, that's a lot, and that's and one and done. I mean, that's it. I mean, if your team loses, <laughs> yeah, you're done. Yeah. And that's the exciting part about it, too, because that's uh, the next part I want to get to with this with this playoff challenge here. You know, whatever fancy football your league, you, you, you've you got to predict the playoffs. And, and, and your primary objective in these types of contests is to, I think, invest in a squad and a football team that, that, that you predict will advance far through the tournament. The, uh, the further a team advances, the more opportunities you're going to have to roster players that get you more points. Uh, the contest specifically offers uh, a multiplier for, for players competing in the Super Bowl, so you get uh, bonus numbers if they make it to that round, so be sure you're checking those league rules. Targeting primary fantasy point producers on these teams can provide a massive swing especially if they get hot during the playoffs. And, and don't forget, you also uh, know that, that, that you know, you've got a player pool consisting of just 14 teams, but a roster limit of 12 players. So that means you're going to need to fully fade two entire teams in your lineup. So when I say fade, you're going to need to ride those teams in your lineups. If you're, you know, I, I'm telling you right now, KC, Green Bay, Buffalo, and and I think a lot of players from Tennessee, there's some people starting to pick Tennessee now going all the way. Your teams need to have a lot of those players from those teams. And then you also, on the other hand, you want, you know, if you, you know, looking at the Steelers, you know, I mean, their quarterbacks even saying, oh, we're, we're done. We have no shot. You probably don't want to pick any Steelers players to put on your team because, like Spanky said, you're one and done, um, especially with your defense and your kicker. Those two, you, if, you know, it, and, and I would even say, Spanky, you might want to use Las Vegas to help you out here. Because they don't do that for nothing. I mean, they want to make money, right? And they those they're picking Super Bowl favorites for a reason. And I would go look, and I did. I I peeked at the you know the line and and, and saw you know looked at the lineup and thought, okay, I'm gonna either pick the Green Bay kicker, the the Chiefs kicker, or the Buffalo kicker. Um, I mean, would you agree? You want to stack your team with the with the players you think are going to go the furthest? Oh, absolutely. And I, I, when you gave me five minutes notice to make sure that my team was ready to go. Uh, yeah, I, and you do, you really, you, you stack it, but, and I actually, uh, I think it's been two years ago. I actually won this, uh, said league that we're talking about. Uh, and it was just, I got lucky right out of the gate. You scored so many points during the wild card weekend that it just catapults you. And, and some teams, when, when they load up on certain players and well, let's just say Mahomes, for example, and let's say the Chiefs lose, and the majority of the league is taking that player. Well, that just cuts it in half. If you went against the grain, you know, during Wild Card Weekend, but right. Yeah, so give me. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but so so before we get because at the at the very end of this, we're going to reveal our our fantasy football playoff rosters. 
And you can probably figure out when we start giving our players what two teams we like going to the Super Bowl. But I think to start off your roster construction, if you will, Spank, you're going to want to pick four teams, two from each division, that you think are going to go pretty far and start targeting those players. So in the AFC, who are your two teams that you're going to target in the AFC? I don't know that I necessarily agree with the targeting the two teams. Uh, I know I targeted one, and obviously it's the Chiefs. I mean, it's, they're the Chiefs. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, there's plenty of playmakers to have by the Chiefs. But as far as loading up on two, you're saying, okay, let's just say the Chiefs do knock off. And did Ben Roethlisberger really say that? Oh, yeah. They don't have a chance. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I kind of checked out since the, the last week, and I, I didn't know that, he, that, that that came out that he said that. Yeah, let me find the article real quick. But here, here, here um, real quick, just to, to continue. Talk, I'm just saying target two teams, and that's how you start your roster construction. I'm not going to say that's how you finalize it, but you need to target. You need, you need to narrow down two teams in both conferences, though. I would, I, I would agree with that to an extent. I, I know definitely one, obviously, and, and, and it's a wild card. The majority of my players come from a wild card team. So it's, it's points accumulation through the course of the playoffs. Or the, these contests, if you can if you can target two, then you're obviously at some point they're going to meet. So you know some of them are going to get knocked off. However, the flip side of that is if you kind of pick and choose from here and, and combo up with uh, whatever team, let's just say Buffalo, and you combo up there, and then kind of pick one here and pick one here. Say okay, well, uh, if there's a Bengals wide receiver that you really like, obviously Jamar Chase, or really a couple of them there that you could. Uh, Boyd and those guys you could choose from if Las Vegas I don't think they will but if Las Vegas pulls off the win then and, and then Cincinnati's bounce then if you rolled with Jamar then okay that's just one wide receiver so my approach is I try to nitpick around and and think who has the best chance obviously to win these and then kind of construct it that way I don't like to focus on just two but I definitely agree with focusing on one team from each division from the wild card to get those points early and early Fair enough. Often. Fair enough. And, and, and I just look at, at it like this. When I'm saying target on two teams from each division, you target two teams that you think are going to make it um, to the Super Bowl. Like, who are the, who are the strongest two teams in each division to make it to the Super Bowl? In my opinion, it's the Chiefs and it's the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. All right? You start Three. looking at those two teams. The NFC, I'm looking at Green Bay, and I'm actually looking at the LA Rams. Don't say it. Okay, I was going to say, no. don't say it. I lo- haven't been on the Cowboys wagon, so don't say Cowboys no. now. I, the LA Rams. I mean, I'm looking at the LA Rams. So I start looking at those two teams. Then I start looking at, okay, what's their route? What's their you know road to the Super Bowl and who they play? Now, obviously, if the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs were in the same bracket, I would probably pick a different team, but they're not. You know, I mean, they're not going to face each other until the the, um, the 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 semifinal or the quarterfinal. I'm sorry. So, but I still I'm picking the Buffalo Bills to win the whole thing. Now, am I going to lose the Raiders and Bengals? Yeah, but I don't think you know. I don't think either one of those are going to make it past the semis. So that's it. I, I you know. So you got to look at the bracket, how it breaks down. You really got to look at those players and who you want. Um, and I and I pulled up the clip here of the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger. I actually pulled the clip. This is the clip that was posted this morning 
at the press conference yesterday, Spanky. I'll let you be the judge. You ready? Yep. Yeah, I mean we're probably twenty point underdogs, and we're going to the number one te- the number one team that I know they're not the number one seed, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years. Um, arguably the best team in football. Um, we don't have a chance, so let's just go in and play and have fun. We don't have a chance. <laughs> so, so what that is, and you're a coach, so you understand what that is. That's, it's called reverse psychology. Still said well, it, though. Well, he still said it, right. Now, he's saying that to to the reporters and whatnot. I guarantee you, in the locker room, that's not his – that's not anybody in the Steelers' locker room's uh, thought process. Hey, of, hey, we don't have a chance. He still but said it, I understand it, why he's – he still said it. He made it public that way, you know. But it, that's not how they feel. That's just a, uh, just, you know, just. Hey, a, I don't, I don't buy into. Buddy, that. I get it, and I get it, and you're right. Coaching, you know, and, and saying things, and 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 in psychology, and how you get your players pumped up, and everything. You know, you've always, I, I've had, I've had teams before. I'm like, well, what do we got to lose? You know, what do we have to lose? Well, a lot. You know, you're in the playoffs, and if you've got this this guy who you know is done playing after this year. I mean, and he's out there. I mean, leave it to the coaches to do that. You know, I don't, I don't need you out there saying we don't have a chance. You know, because because if your one player thinks for just a second, man, why not, boy, say that? <laughs> I right. Mean, you can't. You can't have that. You just cannot have that. So, I'm hello. Little... Has anybody ever heard of Average Joe's? Hello, <laughs> they won the dodgeball tournament. Hello. That is true. That is true. All right, so we're going to get to a little more uh, uh, roster construction here and how I looked at it. I'm going to break down each team. I'm going to pick three players from each team, uh, depending on who you think. I'll even I'll even do the Steelers. You know, you know, you might think there could be an upset there just because of that. So let's start off with the AFC number one seed with the buy the Tennessee Titans. All right, I think Derrick Henry is on a lot of teams. All right, Henry may be the highest owned player out of a lot of playoff leagues this year. He's got an extra week off, too. Number one seed should ensure uh, Henry operates as the lead back without any concerns or timeshare. I think A.J. Brown is another player that you look at. And, um, you know, Tennessee may be one of the weaker number one seeds that we've seen in some time, uh, but a, a one-and-done appearance isn't really out of the questions if they end up facing the number four seeded Bengals in the first playoff game. Uh, I like Randy Bullock, too. So, Spanky, those three players... Uh, who do you like the most? Uh, Tennessee, uh, it scares me. Derrick Henry coming back, possibly coming back. That I don't know that I would touch Derrick Henry. Um, and I agree with what you said as far as the weakest number one seed. Um, you, you automatically think the Chiefs would be the number one seed, but I, I don't. I don't know. Do you really think Derrick Henry is going to be on that many rosters? I do. Yeah, I really after do. After an injury, because I really think you know, it's like you said earlier. You know, there's that one guy that could blow up in the first game and against the Chiefs' defense, which most people think the Chiefs are going to win. That I mean, they could. He, you know, the Titans could be playing the Chiefs, I believe, or the winner of the 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 uh, the Bills Patriots. So that's just depending on how that turns out. I mean, I think that. Derrick Henry could could blow up and score you like mo- half your running back points in that first game. Yeah, it's the kind of the uh, you know one way or the other. Either he lays a complete dud, or he comes back just like Derrick Henry that we know. Yep, yep. Uh, number two seed in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, here are your three players that you're targeting. And and again, Patrick Mahomes, I think, might be the number one or number two quarterback. Uh, you know, arguably in the playoffs that you're going to. I mean, this is so crazy 
with the quarterbacks that are in the postseason this year. I mean, look at the the Hall of Fame potential quarterbacks, Spank, that we've got. I mean, it's insane. And then you throw Joe Burrow in there, who's had like this amazing juggernaut ending to a season. I mean, you've got Rodgers, you've got Brady, you've got Prescott, you've got Murray, Stafford, Roethlisberger, Mahomes, Allen, and Burroughs. I mean, those those quarterbacks, it's going to be tough for you to, to to decide, hey, man, which one of these guys, because really, don't you think every one of those quarterbacks could win them a game by themselves? All except Ben. True, because he's given up already. So the, <laughs> the Chiefs, the, these are the top three players from the Chiefs. I think if you're if you're if you think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, you better lock these players in your lineup: uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. I think Travis Kelsey is the tight end premium. I mean, he Kelsey will be a popular play on all of the uh, playoff teams. What do you think, Spank? Agree with that 100%, and I have all three of those on my team. Okay. Uh, Number three seed, the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, obviously, again, number one fantasy scoring quarterback during the regular season. Brought me a regular season championship. Stephon Diggs, the wide receiver there, and the running back, Devin Singletary. Now, he closed the final month of the season, taking over as the Bills lead back, commanding 21 touches per game. If you are a fantasy football playoff team owner and you like the Bills... You better have Devin Singletary on your team, Spank. That scares me. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but that scares me with Singletary. My thought process uh, behind the Bills and their run, and and I, I wanted to pick Josh Allen as well. It's, you can't go wrong, but I think it's going to come down to him, and he's going to put the game on his shoulders, and it's everything's gonna, so the rushing game. That last game of the season kind of scared me a little bit, but I think it's coming down to Josh Allen. I personally wouldn't feel comfortable with Singletary as one of my running backs. All right. I can't wait to get to our uh, our lineups here at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, the AFC number four seed, the Bengals, uh, I think these are the three players you are targeting. Now, I know I said Joe Burrows, uh, you should really target him, but but like you know, they're, like Ben Roethlisberger, Burrows is probably at the bottom of the quarterbacks who are going to go the furthest spanky. I just think that there's there's four quarterbacks above Joe Burrows just easily that you're going to take. So he's not one of my three players you're going to target. I do think Jamar Chase, though, is a good one. I think T. Higgins is another good one because I think those wide receivers can get you a ton of points in your first game against the Raiders. And then I like Joe Mixon, man, well-rested after sitting out Week 18. We saw Mixon run all over the Raiders back in Week 11. Uh, He went for 30, 123, and two touchdowns. Mixon carries a workhorse skill set with the potential to rack up a ton of points, Spank. What do you think? I agree with that. I like Mixon as well. That game scares me uh, just because it could so easily go either way. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong with Mixon. So looking at the uh, number five seed, the Raiders, um, I, I just don't like the Raiders in this game, and I don't know why it scared you. So, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to be probably 100% wrong here, but I just think Cincinnati just rolls the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders have a chance. Um so Daniel Carlson, I think that kicker, he's probably top three right now in the playoffs. Uh, Darren Waller, tight end premium. Again, this guy coming off a nine-target game in his first action back, posted a 100-yard outing against Cincinnati earlier in the regular season. So we'll see how uh, Derek Carr uses him. 
And then everyone, I mean, I was kind of like, who's my third player? Is it going to be Renfro? Is it going to be Carr? And then I started reading some more spanking. Josh Jacobs, man, the workhorse running back, you know, he's seen uptick in, in, in route participation. And I think with him now being a target of Derek Carr, you know, the Bengals give up the 12th most fantasy football points to running backs, including the fifth most receptions. I like that Josh Jacobs is going to be my third player to target uh, for the Raiders if you like their chances. I don't like Josh Jacobs just for the simple fact I traded him away for a kicker at a certain <laughs> point in the season. But the reason I say that game scares me is because that's the stupid matchup that I see that it could just be either one-sided to where Bengals run away with it and it throws Oakland out of there. But I uh, I, I kind of stayed away from the Raiders and, and Bengals for the most part. But that's why that one just scares me. The fourth versus the fifth seed, so it's a little bit right there at each other, but I just don't like Vegas for some. I don't know what it is about <laughs> Vegas. It just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't think they're good at all. Uh, num- number six seed, the New England Patriots. Uh, the top three players or positions to target here. Look, there's not a lot of fantasy, uh, you know, green that you're going to get out of out of the Patriots. I think. I think uh, Damian Harris. Obviously, you look at the Patriots defense. Number ten. You know, uh, overall and and, and drop back uh, defense this year, and and you know, only the Cowboys uh, defense has scored more fancy football points than the Patriots among these postseason options. And then Nick Fult, the kicker. I mean, th- those are really the only three that really kind of uh, show me any excitement at all. Spank. I don't think the Patriots even have a chance in this game. <laughs> Number Not seven seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We just talked about Roethlisberger giving up on him, and 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 look, I mean, I love me some Deontay Johnson, and and I drafted him and and put him on my team, and and I loved him, and, and the Steelers are massive road dogs in this matchup, and and Johnson leads Pittsburgh with a whopping twenty nine percent target share, and if he would just catch more balls, Spanky, he probably would have would have been the number one wide receiver in the NFL this year. Uh, I like Najee Harris. You know, if you if you think the Steelers are going to pull off the upset and beat the, that's the thing. If the Steelers do pull off the upset, they could win a couple more games. And um, again, you know, picking a, a a third player from this team was hard. So I threw in Ben Roethlisberger as my third player that you might want to target if they can pull. If you are a believer that the Steelers are going to beat the Chiefs, and you know there's people out there, Spanky, that believe that. Oh, the Steelers are going to upset the Chiefs. Well, then you might as well put Ben Roethlisberger on your team. I agree with that. I'm far from one of them. I, I just I do not see the Chiefs. The Chiefs will not lose a playoff game to this Pittsburgh Steelers team at Arrowhead Stadium. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I would love to be at that game, man. Oof. Anyway. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFC now. Your number one seed, Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're 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 obviously chock full of 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 potential here in the fantasy world, and it w- it was tough for me to just to pick three. It really really was. Um, so I got, in my opinion, Devontae Adams. Um, I don't know. Aaron Jones' knee is going to continue to linger. Uh, so AJ Dillon might actually be someone you put on this team other than Aaron Jones because they've used that running game and that offensive line has been great. And then Aaron Rodgers, obviously the quarterback spank, he could be the number one quarterback in the postseason. Very easily well. And again, if you combo up, you could go Rodgers and and Adams. There's a lot of good quarterbacks to play in this, but I agree with that 100%. Number two seed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Of course, you know, Tom Brady is always an option, but he's not one of the three that that I targeted. 
Because, again, I just think there's other quarterbacks that are going to put up more points. So for your playoffs in your postseason, I like Leonard Fournette. The, 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 the call was close between Fournette and Brady, but I went with Fournette given his positional scarcity at quarterback. Fournette's health status remains a bit of a question mark, but he's shown immense touch volume and fantasy production. Win healthy. Um, Rob Gronkowski. Yes, he does still earn the tight end premium tag moving into the postseason. And then without Chris Godwin or Antonio Brown, you got to put Mike Evans in that wide receiver flex spot maybe. Spank, what do you think? Yes, Tom Brady scares me a little bit. Is Evans 100%? Do we I, Have you heard It looks like he's that? playing, yeah, from what I've seen. Okay. And did you by any chance catch the sound bite from Gronkowski? Oh, yeah. Extra catch him. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Tampa Bay scares me. I, I mean, I, they won, obviously, the defending champs. So, I mean, until they're gone, it's just – there was so much more firepower in the AFC compared – and obviously on this side, as far as the NFC side, if I was going to choose a quarterback, hands down would have been Rodgers for me. None of the other ones that I would feel comfortable – I've uh, I've kind of tried to pat Dak on the back all season long, and all he has occurred for me is uh, <laughs> burger debt. Um, and I just – nothing that I feel comfortable with. So you think Rodgers is way, 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 way far ahead than Stafford? Not – I wouldn't say way, way, you know – so let's just go – let's go tier one, tier two, tier three. You think Rodgers is, is tier one all by himself, though? When it comes to the playoffs, yeah, 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 and the NFC playoffs, and that and that side of the bracket, you think it's Rodgers, and then would would you put Stafford and Murray together, or Stafford and Brady together? Uh, probably Stafford, then Brady and Murray. Murray, I'm mad at right now, okay, because of the inconsistency. All right, and little skateboard legs, but <laughs> well, looking at the number three seed, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, Dak just took a little beating there from Spank, and he's going to take a beating in my in my top three. I don't think you touch Dak Prescott. I don't think you touch um, either one of the running backs in Dallas. If you are someone who believes the Cowboys can play their A game, okay, and beat the 49ers, and then you know if if the Cowboys win, guess what? They're taking on either the Rams or the Cardinals, which is probably going to be the Rams. If you think the Cowboys can still put those numbers up, you maybe maybe you look at Dak Prescott, but C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. Because there's no Michael Gallup, he's on the IRR. And the other tight end that I like a lot, man, Dalton Schultz. This kid has really quietly come on as a big tight end. I like those three players. If you like the Cowboys' chances of going, there's some people that pick a Cowboys-Green Bay Packers NFC Championship game, Spank. Mm, that's that's a stretch for me. I, I agree with the part of that. Green Bay. I don't I don't know that the Cowboys got it. I don't know if the, the inconsistency has showed up for Dallas, so I don't know that I can. That. All right, number four seed, the L.A. Rams just talked about it. They're a number four seed with that offense. Can you believe that? So I think you, again, uh, if you look at the odds and you look at the people saying who's going to make it to the NFC Championship game, I've seen a lot of Green Bay, L.A. I've also seen a lot of Green Bay and Dallas. Okay, more Green Bay, L.A., though, for the NFC Championship game. So if you like L.A. all the way to the NFC Championship game, you might think they could upset the, pa- upset the Packers. Who knows? So Cooper Cup. This is a wide receiver that I think you put on your team no matter how far you think the Rams go. I think this guy could blow up. I think you can get a ton of points from this guy, Spanky, and he might just win you your first round if they do first, second, third round point payout. Uh, I also like 
Cam Akers, you know, he's, you know, Akers eased into action week 18. Uh, the guy had 13 snaps, 18 touches, uh, fresh legs at this point. I don't see why you wouldn't target Cam Akers if you like the Rams' chances going all the way to the Super Bowl. And then uh, my, my last is the Rams' D. In their second matchup against Arizona, the Rams sacked Kyler Murray four times, forced a fumble, two interceptions. This Rams' D could be a big point-getter for you in the early uh, games. Agree with about half of that. Here is my call for wild card weekend, and I'm putting a Spanky's lunchbox guarantee. I just made that up on the fly. How cool is that? I think the Rams are going to be the team that loses week one of the play wild card. You think the, you think the Cardinals beat the Rams? I do. Holy! Even though I'm mad at, at, at Kyler and the Cardinals, but I still love their helmet because they're the original St. Louis. So, Cardinals. are we making anyway, our, are we making our last burger burger bet on this one? Uh, I'll go for the burger, not the booger. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to bet against the Cardinals, though, man. I, I want the Cardinals to beat the Rams. I just don't think exactly. it's going to happen. I just, I just I just I don't know for some reason I just think that because every year there's always you know fantastic wild card. I think this is the game. That it comes, and I think it's. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout one way or the other, but I just think this is the game that the Cardinals. They've kind of stumbled. They've kind of uh, fizzled off a little bit here towards the end of the season. But now I think it's it's Kyler Murray and his feet that's going to make it happen. And I just, I don't. Maybe it's gas. I don't know. No, here's what it is: is we're both from St. Louis. You know, St. Louis football Cardinals, the original. You know, that's where they came from before Arizona. Mm You know, you and I actually, you know, as kids probably watched I me. Mean, I was there, got to go down on the field and hang out on the field with when it was a Seattle um, St. Louis football Cardinal game. I got to hang it down there with with Brian Bosworth for a little bit in the end zone. That's that's like one of my best football memories ever. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I you know, and, and St. Louis Rams, obviously, they you know they they screwed us. So I think everyone wants being from St. Louis, everyone wants the Cardinals to embarrass the Rams. I mean, I I, I get it. So Maybe that's what it is, but it's yeah. That's the one team that I definitely don't want to see win. Let's uh, let's stick with the Arizona Cardinals. They are the number five seed, and um, you know, again, I I I'm not going to put any jelly bean or or, or or hamburger bets on on this game. But if you are a believer like Spanky who thinks the Cardinals are going to win, that's the that's you know that's the big one. They get past the Rams, then I think they they pro- I think I think the Cardinals easily get past the Cowboys if the Cowboys win. I really really do. Um, well, you know, we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But James Conner, uh, I think this guy over Chase Edmonds is going to be the, the the rusher and receiver that's going to have a strong, strong turnout in the postseason. Uh, Kyler Murray, of course, you know, if he plays his game, he could be big. He could be a top. You know, Kyler Murray again could be a top three quarterback. I'm not going to say he's going to be top two because you got. You got Allen, you got Mahomes, and you got Rodgers, but I think he could be a top three quarterback. And then Zach Ertz ended the regular season on a tear, averaging almost 11 targets a game, Spank. So I think, you know, in a lot of these playoff leagues, you have to put a tight end into the game. So why not Zach Ertz? I would agree with that. And I actually think there's going to be, you know, you kind of talked about it a little bit. I think it's going to be to where the Cardinals go all the way, and it's going to be a Packers. Cardinals divisional round for one of these those two teams to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. All right, number six seed the San Francisco 49ers. My top three players I'm looking at from there. You know, again, I don't I don't like 
the the 49ers chances uh you know getting past the, obviously I mean they can get past the Cowboys but you know some people are saying that if it's a San Francisco Tampa Bay matchup or a, I'm sorry a San Francisco a Green Bay Packer matchup. They, I'm like, no, there's no way the 49ers beat the Packers. But Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell, that's who I think is coming out of that San Francisco 49er game. Now, the number seven seed Philadelphia Eagles, Spanky. This is, you know, the only way you, again, I think when talking about the Steelers in the in the AFC, talking about the NFC Philadelphia Eagles, the only way you're going to pick any Eagles players is if you are an Eagles fan, and you think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's it. So then, right. obviously, you better load up on Dallas uh, Goddard, Goddard, uh, Devontae Smith, and then um, just, I, I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I just can't pick anybody from the Philadelphia I didn't, Eagles. I didn't, I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't touch an Eagles player. Well, no, no, neither did I. So there is my uh, top three from each team. If you've got a favorite team, hopefully that helped you guys out again. Uh, again. But to wrap things up before we get to our closing uh, teams, our, our, our fantasy football playoff teams, I think it's important, guys, to go through an exercise, again, of, of writing down who you believe uh, and how you believe uh, the NFL playoffs are going to unfold. Like, literally, go get a bracket and then write down who you think's going to win. Okay? Go through the entire playoffs. And I did that. Um, obviously, again, remember, 14 squads, but you, you can only choose 12 players. And you always want to ideally have players from teams that are going further in the postseason. Again, the wild card spots are tricky. And, uh, you know, my strategy, again, select a kicker and a defense from a, from a wild card team, maybe, that, that you see in, in, advancing. You know, give give some randomness in those positions, too. Those those are what wins these playoff, you know, Super Bowl challenge leagues. It's just that, that one player, that one team, that one kicker that gets through, that scores you those last, like, 10 to 15 points, especially if you're scoring more points in those later rounds, Spanky, those players can help you. And finally, don't be afraid to just just be a little bit careful. Be wise when you're picking your spots, obviously. There, there, I mean, there's a lot of flex spots. Uh, so use them wisely. You, use multiple tight ends or invest in a potential lower-owned receiver on, on, on the same team. Maybe double up on Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. That could be the difference maker and paying you out some big money. So uh, best of luck to everyone in those fantasy football playoffs and the fantasy football challenges. Again, I'm going to post that link to the one that I'm going to be getting into. Hopefully you can get in before those those teams get all uh, filled up. But uh, Spanky, uh, I'll let you want me to go first or you go first? You know what? I'll go first because then you can do your your spank box and you can go off on anybody. Oh, I'm trying to go out on a positive note. No, okay. There's no spank box. <laughs> However, though, I, I and I'm not. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think it's also important. I agree with everything that you just said, and I think the majority of people do that, and they look at the bracket, and that's the best way. Unless you're a bandwagon fan, you just just want to pick these players because you're a, a fan of that team. But I think you you have to sit down and look at the rules of each individual league. So the reason I bring that up is because we have to deal with something here that with this year, well, last year too, really, is how whoever's running the, the commissioners of these playoff leagues, of how they're doing it. Okay, so one that I've been invited to, I don't necessarily agree 
with the rule in place. So I'll use this league that, that I was invited to to play. So let's just say it's, it's, it's Mahomes that is your quarterback, okay? So according to this league, their rule, COVID rule, you automatically get that person's backup. I personally don't believe that because you're picking that player to perform for you. I think if you're running a league in this situation or some league should be doing it this way, that you should have a backup. So, okay, here's your main roster that you submit. If for any reason player A, player B, player C happens to go out as your starters, then you here's your alternative. So, for example, if you if uh, the games this weekend uh, comes down, Mahomes shows up uh, and he's positive, he's automatically out. Well, I don't even, I don't even know who his backup is to be totally honest with you. But I don't want to be stuck in that position. So I think it's very important to make sure that you understand and you get you're comfortable with this because there's jelly beans on the line with these things that you're comfortable with the rules in each of these leagues. So long-winded make sure you understand and you're comfortable before you do this stuff and don't just submit a lineup and then you know whatever happens happens your thoughts yeah and i and i hear what you're saying i don't agree with what you're saying because i i like to always look at the most fair way to do it and and no way no way if you have patrick mahomes as your quarterback and say they beat the steelers okay and let's say we get to round number 2 and then patrick mahomes has some covid scare come up and round number two, the quarterbacks that are available are Burroughs, Rodgers, Stafford, and Allen. You know, I, I don't think that you should be able to take the quarterback that I already had from round one and benefit from that. So I think that a majority of, and I, you know, just looking at the rules that I've looked at from the NFL.com, the Yahoo.com challenge, the, uh, the CBS Sport, you know, they... They say that most leagues, you're going to get the backup automatically for that player. And they show, and, and it's the first time they've ever done this. I'm looking at one of the, the, the tier cheat sheets right now, and that's how they've got it. It's the first time they've ever done this, where they show you the starter, the backup, and the reserve, Spanky. And they're showing yeah. you all three players at that position who might be in your lineup this year. So those are just, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm right. I don't think you're right. I just don't agree with it. Um, so I, again, I, I try to go by what's most fair for everybody in your league. Um, who do you want? You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Uh, it makes no difference to me. Whatever you want to do. Well, since I am the champion, you are the champion. <laughs> I'll go first. Well, we both are. We are both technically. Yes, you're right. You're right. We did win both of our big leagues this year. So congratulations again. Good to you, buddy. Yeah, uh, here we go. So I'll, I'll go first. And again, in, in this playoff league that we're going to go through, it's a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex spot where it can be a wide receiver tight end, a flex spot where it can be a super flex wide receiver running back tight end, and then a kicker and a defense. And Spanky, if you would, I want you to send me your lineup uh, after we're done doing this, okay? Because I want to do something with it. Sound good? Uh, I went all Rams. All Rams. Shut up. I'm, I went all Rams. No, yeah, that's fine. All right, Cromer. Here we go, buddy. I'm sorry, Spanky. Um. <laughs> well deserved. Here we go. All Rams. Had to be one last shot from the from the yeah, class of 94. Yeah. There you go. Might as well. All right. My quarterback, I'm going with. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I, I want you to comment on all this, all right? I'm going with Josh Allen, Spank. 
I don't think you're wrong. I don't, I don't think that's a bad pick. <laughs> that's my boy. I'm going with my running backs are Aaron Jones and Devin Singletary. Uh, <laughs> we spoke about Singletary earlier. I, it's, a, it's all about a comfort level. The cool thing about this, and I'll interrupt you again, sorry, is that, that throughout the season, which you're, when you're with your friendly fantasy football league, you know, you either have this guy or this guy. Well, now, as you're in this type, we may both have the same guy. And yeah. That's the difference, what yep. does make it fun. Obviously, so. I'm going hard Buffalo versus Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Okay. And then um, I went with my, my two wide receivers, uh, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs. My tight end, I went with Knox. I didn't make him one of my three targets for Buffalo because I, I was I was hoping that people listening to this aren't going to steal my my tight end. I like Knox a lot, and then my uh, wide receiver tight end flex. I've got Cooper Cup. I'm going all in on Cooper Cup for one game or at least two games. You know what I'm saying? I mean that. Why you now? I, I just think he's going to score a lot of points in the in the fir, in the wild card game. I think he's going to score hopefully maybe a lot of points in uh, in week number two. Um, then. Running back, wide receiver, tight end. I went with uh, Tyreek Hill. You know, again, I I didn't I I just think that guy can score a ton of points. And the kicker, I went with the Buffalo Bills kicker Bass. And for my defense, I went with the Green Bay Packers defense. So again, heavy on Buffalo Green Bay. If you look at my lineup, I've only got a Ram and a Chief player in there. The rest is Buffalo Green Bay. Strong team, Spanky. What do you think? I don't think it's bad at all. And and for the record, I need you to look at your phone right now. Okay. Because I I've sent you my team. I didn't want there to be any questions that I that we that we've changed anything. So you you have yeah. my roster. Yeah, I got it. You. I got that it. Way there's no. That's my notes that I have. Right, here, and but, you can, and you can see what you're doing too, kind of. Yeah, I mean it's it's similar, and that's the thing we talked about all the way from the beginning of this is loading up. I. I I went with I think Kansas City is going to come out ahead on I think it's going to be a great game if Buffalo and KC playing personally you know but I went with the Mahomes route of it um, for my quarterback and I went uh, running back running back I went Aaron Jones that's the two headed monster in Green Bay so I mean it's I don't think you can go wrong I, you always think that Aaron Jones is going to break one off and there's your points but with Dylan there you're still going to get points either way. Um, the running other running back position I talked about, and this is where I just kind of picked and chooses. So if, if the Bengals don't make it out of the the cruddy game between Vegas, then I'm only down one running back. But I went with Mixon. I like Mixon in a playoff matchup if they get it from uh, the wild card round, and then however far Cincinnati goes. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I pause you just for a second? So yep. I I like Mixon, and again I mentioned him earlier as, as being a top three target, you know, for that for that game. Having said that, you're you're losing a spot. I just don't see the Bengals getting past the second round of the playoffs. So that's a big risk I think you're taking there and putting him in over some other running backs like I would rather have Mixon over Singletary, if that's where you're going with it. Okay. You'd rather have Mixon over Derrick Henry? I don't trust Derrick. As much as I love Derrick, I just don't. I I don't. That's. I think everybody else. That's the other part of this. I want to try to get a player that may sneak through this that everybody else is not getting. That's true. Yeah, I I like that. If everybody else is getting Henry, then I kind of want to stay with that in case Henry lays a turd, in case. 
even though the number one seed doesn't have obviously the wild card stuff, that they're one and done. Okay, so that's my and, philosophy, and, that, and that's kind of my philosophy too. Is Singletary because I don't think a lot of people are going to take Singletary. I think they're going to be like glazed over by all these other running backs like Henry Mixon, Jones, Elliott, Fournette. I think those names are people that. Uh, are, they're just going to be like, ooh, by the big name. I, I think Singletary sneaks through there. So yeah, I see what you're saying. All right, uh, so let's keep it up with your uh, w- with your first wide receiver. So wide receiver, I just matched him up with Mahomes. You know, combo it up with Tyreek Hill. You know, it's, it's feast or famine. You know, you, you get what you get. Go deep. You know, you know you're going to hit on those points. Uh, the other wide receiver, you know, it's Devontae Adams. I had him. Wrote him out through the season. It is what it is. It's Devontae Adams where you can almost make the argument of, okay, well, you could have went with, with uh, I almost said Brett Favre at quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Uh, and then I decided. Hold on, let me, have, let me cut you off real quick on the, before, you get to your, before you get to your tight end, okay? Would you agree with this statement? We haven't agreed on very, well, we've, we've agreed on a lot this, this podcast, but we've disagreed on some pretty important things. Would you agree you should not even be trying to win this fantasy football challenge if Devontae Adams is not on your team? Say that again? You shouldn't even be trying. Devontae Adams, if he's not on your team, you shouldn't even be trying. Because, I mean, to me, that that is one player who I think you can count on and feel confident, like set it and forget it for the playoffs. No, I I mean, I understand your philosophy, but then again, it goes right back to what I'm saying is, okay, A, for whatever reason, Green Bay just comes out and doesn't have it, and everybody and their cousin's uncle – has Devonte Adams? Well, then you're out. You know what I'm saying? So it's I understand what you're saying. I mean, he's one of the best, if not the best. I think those percentages are very low that he's out. I agree. Yeah, I know? agree with that. All yeah. right. So for your tight end, you said you changed something. No, I went. I, I I comboed up again. I'm a big combo guy, and I, I you know Kansas City Travis Kelsey. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with it. Really. Well, no, that, so and that's I, the, so that's, if Kansas that, City. If Kansas City does get upset, then I'm I'm why tune right, you know? and, and I'm the same way with Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, if Buffalo exactly. gets beat, I'm done. I mean, because I comboed Allen, Singletary, Diggs, Knox. I mean, it's it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. the rest of my roster, I kind of did ones and ones and here and ones here. So I went with my first flex, which you stated earlier, wide receiver, tight end, running back. I thought, okay, let's go with Evans. Maybe that's what Britain, assuming is 100% healthy, uh, between Gronk and Evans. Brady's looking at, at, at those guys. I mean, let's, let's be honest. And then for the other flex position, I went with your guy Diggs and Buffalo. Obviously, Allen's going to still be throwing the ball. I like that. So I went with Diggs in my second flex. And then right back to who do you think the longevity throughout this entire right. AFC, NFC, and for kicker and defense, I went with Green Bay's kicker, Mason Crosby. And I wasn't comfortable, but I went with the long haul and the Chiefs' defense that they just get some points that get you through. So That's a good team. I like it. And, and, and so my team versus your team, I think we're going to put something here on the line. We're going to put all the burgers that you lost up on the line. All the burgers are nothing. And I keep saying boogers. I don't know why I keep saying boogers. But <laughs> <laughs> Probably because um, you're TikTok famous with your uh, pickles issue. Yeah, let yeah, let's not even go there, man. It does by the way have over like 25,000 views. So anyway, um There you go. <laughs> um last thing I'm going to say to you before we we wrap this up. Agree or disagree, and I think I think I know your answer. For your flex spots in the postseason, they better be wide receivers. 
you're looking at when we do when we do this. We're always looking for opportunity. Um, I chose to go wide receivers, but it was you know top wide receivers. I can see where somebody's on the fence with another running back. That could have been a slot that I could have put Singletary in. So it it comes down to preference. I like to look for opportunities, probably on the running back side. If if, if I'm using your philosophy, opportunity there for Singletary when Allen doesn't run might be there. So that could have been, but I personally like you know wide receivers in in flex positions. All right. So there you go, guys. There you have it. That's our uh, final Fantasy Football Junkies uh, podcast for year number one, season uh, 21-22. Again, Spank, thanks for doing this, man, every single week. I appreciate you taking time from, from your uh, important gig. I know you've got a lot going on, and uh, congratulations on your Fantasy Football season. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened during our first season. We appreciate that. Again, uh, you know we're going to miss our buddy, uh, Kalna, and, and, and again, who knows what the Cowboys do in the postseason, man, and that would be so crazy if they ended up uh, actually, you know, doing anything. But uh, Spank, thanks again, buddy. I appreciate it. I'm going to give you the last word for our first fantasy football junkies podcast. What do you think it should be? The last word, oh, God, I just—it's fantasy football, man. Have fun. Don't try to ruin friendships over it. Uh, this year has been a blast for me. Like I said, I uh, I won one of the major leagues that, that I am in. Made it to the playoffs in my own league again. Uh, just have fun with it. That's all. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just enjoy it. It's football. I mean, we're almost done with the NFL team. I mean, it seems like just yeah, a few weeks ago that we were sitting down ranking players for this whole deal. I thought so, for I, sure. I thought for sure your last word of this podcast was going to be, Oh booyah! Always, always, Scott. Yeah. No, it's, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to over new I'm trying to be a nicer, more uh, 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 compliment-driven. I'm trying to be nicer. I get. I don't. It's just weird. It's fantasy football. I'm hungry. I know I owe you a lot of burgers. You know, it's it's I, so it's yeah. It's, what are you gonna do? What All right. Fun? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna try to beat you in the fantasy football playoffs, man. Good luck to you, buddy. And I'll see you around, guys. Uh, 2022 season. You know, we're gonna do our first podcast. Uh, again, uh, when the uh, preseason starts up, so let's make you take a few months off, enjoy the family, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side, buddy. Uh, good luck, everybody, and don't forget, always make winning your fantasy league a reality with the fantasy football junkies. Yeah.